What is up, people? Your ears are not deceiving you. You are, in fact, listening to episode 100 of Gooch and the Douchebag Radio. Welcome to the Danger Zone! Ow! Cue the Kenny Lodgins. <laughs> Alright, nothing like starting off a podcast with some Kenny Loggins. Is that his name? Loggins? Loggins? Kenny Loggins. Do Loggins. you know what movie that song is from? Uh, is it that one where Rodney Dangerfield played the dog in the cartoon? That one? No, that's Rover Dangerfield. It's before, <laughs> it's when Tom Cruise was cool and he hadn't lost his mind. Jets. Iceman. Goose. Do- Top Gun. Top Gun. Oh, I mean, that was that beautiful um, homoerotic airplane love movie between the two guys it was like broke back mountain it's when uh, and tom cruise was straight yes back when he was, <laughs> I think he's always been i don't know what he's been the guy's nuts dude i don't know what yeah he's nuts i don't care whether he's gay or straight his sexual preference is no care of mine but his mind is completely fucking gone you know actually the whole top gun soundtrack is the definition of the 80s I mean, that was what a lot of songs from the 80s, you know, kind of sounded like. And it's like, it, yeah, it's an awesome soundtrack. Oh, yeah, yeah. It. It's terrific. I mean, the movie was really iconic for the time. Like, it was just a really big deal. That, and uh, wasn't he in that race car movie, too? Like, the, the Days of Thunder? Days of Thunder. That was 1990, I think. Oh, okay. That's with NASCAR. Oh, because it's 1990. It's not good enough to be in the 80s. It wasn't. No. Not, okay. <laughs> it wasn't Top Gun. Even though it was still pretty cool. Do you know what the character's name was in Days of Thunder? Tom Cruise's character. You know what his name? Tommy Gunn. Cole Trickle. Tommy Gunn's Rocky Five. Cole Trickle? Cole Trickle. <laughs> <laughs> Just call him Dick Trickle and get it over with. <laughs> now that's a real NASCAR driver. I know. <laughs> it's a terrible name. It's like, so Mr. Trickle, what are you going to name your son? Something that will get him ridiculed forever. Vagina. Vagina Trickle. Vajayjay. Vajayjay. Yeah, there's there's some kid out there named JJ, some poor little girl, or or actually no, it'd just be um, it'd be someone's initials that are V J J, J J, bam, Venus James Johnson, that's it, <laughs> Venus James Johnson trickle, trickle, <laughs> yeah, your Facebook page is about to blow up. Oh, by the way, I'm the douchebag. Yeah, I'm making my quarterly appearance. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it's not even been a quarter. Like you came, we did the last episode of G and DB Radio in July. It was June, wasn't it? One of those months that begins with a J, and it <laughs> wasn't January. Starts with a J. Yeah, it's either uh, June or July. It might have been June, unless it's like uh, or January. January starts with a J, doesn't it? Yeah, but wasn't that early? It right. wasn't cold in here. Wasn't like Jantober. Jantober, or, uh, no. Jarch. Jarch. <laughs> Jarch. <laughs> Making up months. Oh, it's like an episode of The Simpsons. Whenever. Uh, uh, I forgot the main premise of the episode, but Homer's walking in, and the school calendars have been messed up, and instead of saying March, it said Smarch, and Homer's all bundled up, and he walks in and goes, oh, lousy Smarch weather. That's what I'm thinking of. I think it's one of the Halloween tree treehouse of... Horror? Horror, yeah. 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 Did you watch the last one? No, I didn't. It wasn't that great. I don't even remember it now, actually. I, 
I can't remember the last time I've even actually watched a brand new episode of The Simpsons. This, the season before the last, not the ones currently airing now, I haven't seen many of those, but the season that aired before that was actually pretty good. Like, there were some good moments in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last episode I watched that I really liked was, I don't know which season it was from, but Bart had a girlfriend. And that could be a hundred different episodes. But Bart had a girlfriend, it was some celebrity voice actress, it was a really good episode. Wait, it, is that when he went to New York? No. You know about the episode where Homer goes to New York and he hates everything? No, that was like back when we were kids. No, this one just, this one was just on a few weeks ago that Bart was looking for a girl that liked him and she had she was one of Cletus's fifteen thousand daughters. So she moves to New York to get away from him. So the family goes to New York again. Okay, don't never seen it. I only saw like half of it. I think I fell asleep afterwards. Yeah. Did not see it. No, the one I'm thinking about was like Bart had a girlfriend. It was like all within the school, very local, very, you know, basic episode, not a whole lot going on. And um the girl that he was talking to is very confusing on whether or not he was actually getting anywhere with her, if he liked her or not. And at the very end, you know, she gives him a kiss when he thinks she hates him. And she goes away and he just does, he just like, girls, I don't get him. You know, like, it's just, it was one of those great episodes where it kind of like reflected on youth and innocence and just, you know, it's a very confusing time for a kid. I'm bringing a lot of depth to The Simpsons that... Is it that, or are you just overthinking the episode? I'm overthinking the episode, but <laughs> I got more enjoyment by overthinking the episode. That's good. Yeah. Um, anyway, this is a podcast about video games and nerd stuff, and we do it every year now, twice a year. Uh, well, four times a year for me now. Yeah. Well, you guys weren't listening, and we never <laughs> published them. Years. 50 episodes or so just flew by, now that we're on episode 100. Apparently, I was replaced by a synthetic being. You were. You were. It was the douche actually, bot. The douche bot, yes. <laughs> That's way better. I was just going to say it was a fleshlight or something. Because <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you said synthetic, well, I Well, that's the head for the douche bot, isn't it? With a beard. <laughs> no. I'm never sticking any part of my body in anything named douche anything with a beard. <laughs> that is nasty. So um. that is gross. <laughs> So I am the douche beard. <laughs> All right, I'm cousin doing... to the SG one thousand. I was sent back in time to take over the whole video game universe. Supposing yeah. still do that. <laughs> yeah, well, people may not even know what we're talking about now. That is oh, years gone by. I now. would say people have already uh, deleted this episode and moved on to somebody <laughs> else. Yeah, <laughs> I'm done with those guys, weirdos. Now the um, we I don't know how how we explain this. Uh. Yeah, we're here. Yep. We're live. We're not going anywhere. Uh, we're putting out an episode. Uh, we're going to try to do this every once in a while. And by every once in a while, you guys already have a good idea of when that happens. Like every five months <laughs> <laughs> or so. Um, Ballpark estimate. Ballpark estimate, yeah. So It's fun, though. It's fun. We're talking about, you know, I'll go ahead and throw it out there now. We want to sort of revive Gooch and the Douchebag in a very classic way. Not that we're going to leave Classic Lead or unaffiliate with those guys because, you know, we're, you know, they're like brothers to us. We're right in there with them. But uh, we also want to finish the top 10 worst consoles list. We want to do some more videos and stuff. But we're also grown men in their 30s, and it's been a very busy and trying time in our lives. This is exactly the same thing we talked about in the last episode, too. I'm I know. Just pointing out. I know. But let's, 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 let's point this out, though, okay? Let's, let's, let's go on further. That I am working on some crazy big projects at work. You're you finished your master's degree. That's why you've been so busy. And mm-hmm. now you're in your first year in your job. Yep. And it's a very busy first year. You're mm-hmm. under watch, and you've got a lot of things you have to do because it's your first year. Yep. 
you know, a lot of reports That's true. and That's true. paperwork that go along with it that keeps you very busy. So people keep thinking... Well, you know, that's done now, and, you know, he got his thing done, and, you know, you moved, and then job, and stuff, and you make my video, goddammit. No, it doesn't work that way, guys. <laughs> when you're a grown-up, and you get really busy, it usually ends up being more work after that, and more work after that. And eventually, you hit a coasting point of what I like to call maintenance, alright? You're gonna, you're gonna build up and do this, and build up and do that, and then you get to a point where you can just maintain and just follow along until you die. And that's where we're getting ready to get to. And in between, you pay taxes and you get paid. Sometimes. 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 Sometimes you have, uh, <laughs> you buy that cereal in the morning, you know, and you eat it, and it's like that super crazy fiber cereal, and you decide to drink a whole pot of coffee, and you shit yourself for sil- Why am I mentioning this? I don't I eat eggs for breakfast. Okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to, I'm trying to get us back on a random tangent instead of talking about boring real life stuff. Because <laughs> nobody wants to hear us talk about work and school. And Financial whatnot. issues. Yeah. And- uh, bought a car. Yeah, your car is pretty sweet. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. yeah. You uh, let's go. Just tell them what you got. Big uh, life changing moment. Did not get married. Nothing like that. I'll do that. Yeah, I did buy a car. <laughs> your girlfriend doesn't listen to the show, right? Uh, no. Okay. At least I don't think she does. <laughs> no, bought a car. Yeah. Uh, whole thing behind it was my car before, and if it's one of these things, if you've actually seen it or actually was riding in it. It was on the verge of death, like literally. Had a coolant link in it, and it was going to be about a $1,300 job to get the car fixed. And that's a lot more than what the car is actually worth. So after test driving a few cars, going out, I've got to throw this out too. I did try test, uh, test drove a Ford GT Mustang. Yeah. And two things was going to happen in that car. One, I was going to get myself killed for flying over a cliff from going too fast. Or two, I would have got a 1,000 speeding tickets because I'd be flying everywhere I went. So I ended up deciding on a 2013 Ford Fusion. Nice. And I could move in that car and be happy. Yeah, it's a it very, is. I love it. It's a very slick car. I rode in it for the first time earlier today. I'd seen the pictures on your Facebook. Uh, <clears> the <throat> new Ford models look fantastic. They're they just, do. They're, mm-hmm. they're great body styles. Uh, you got great gas mileage. It's it's a nice, sleek-looking automobile. And it just, by comparison, my car, which I'm telling you guys here, 98 <laughs> Toyota Corolla that I've had for a little while now, runs great. But it's like... It gets a ton of gas mileage, too. It gets great gas mileage, and I have no complaints about it. I have no reason to trade it in other than just envy. But by comparison, it's like your car is the... Oh, we, we talked about this earlier. Did, did I, draw, I drew comparisons. What did I call it? Your car is a... Uh, here. Start... You call it like... Compared okay, to like, yes. It was, yeah. Your, your, your car is like awesome Star Trek, like new movie, nice, shiny... <laughs> Young people playing Captain Kirk, that kind of thing. And I'm driving like Lost in Space, black and white, <laughs> crappy TV show, you know? And somewhere in between, like there was someone else's car that was like Battlestar Galactica or something. Yeah, someone's car was <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. Someone's car was Battlestar Galactica. Someone's car was Babylon 5. Babylon 5. Yeah, too. and some poor guy's car was Stargate Atlantis. <laughs> I think he hung himself. <laughs> <laughs> but God, no, yeah. Stargate I just I want a new car, and and the nerd part of me sees all the fancy gadgets. It sees like your car is talking to you, and it's got like probably heated seats. I bet. No, it doesn't have that. Okay, then take. I it saw back. a car that had that, but I didn't know. Okay, there's actually seats now. They're cool seats. It's like, like heated seats, only they get cold. I don't have that. I've, it's I've fantastic. Seen, that is a cool feature. Yeah. Like like how how do they pitch that? Like the, the ladies and stuff. They're like. You know, long day, you're wearing those tight skinny jeans and pressure man, let's cool off your butt. And then when they approach the guys, they probably say something like, dude, you ever get that ball sweat and that swamp ass? 
This seat will fix that for you. You will never have to worry about a sweaty crotch anymore. Yeah, like that's... that's we'll have that's, a cool crack. Cool crack. That's what they call cool the technology. Crack. It's been patented. And it's on, it's on that sticker when you go to buy the car. It's like, it has AC. It has GPS. It has cool crack technology. You know? Uh, Just not so yeah. Oh, ACC has CD player, MP3 player hookup, USB. Oh, cool crack. All right. Yeah. Honey, this thing has cool crack. You say cool crack? <laughs> you say Kool-Aid? I'm down for some Kool-Aid. <laughs> okay. And then when it gets cold outside, you get hot crack. <laughs> Warm crack. Warm crack. <laughs> you gotta be careful which neighborhood you talk about having certain kinds of crack, you know? This is gonna be some kind of slang, and we're gonna have people trying to buy shit off of us. I heard you got that warm crack. Nope, I got cold crack. Cold crack. Cold crack's even better. <laughs> it's like that blue meth, you know? And you're, oh, man. Oh, what blue meth? That's uh, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad, yeah. Do you watch a lot of Breaking Bad? I started watching like the first couple of uh, episodes, no, couple of seasons on Netflix, yeah. and I kind of lost my pace on it. Cool show. I, the, the dad that played in uh, Malcolm in the Middle, yeah. he does a great job in that role. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a fantastic show. We don't need to say anything better about it. It's won so many awards, but... Yeah, I just, I love it, and I haven't finished watching it. I'm like halfway through season three, and it's one of those things where I want to watch it real bad, but I don't want it to end. You know, the guy is doing something incredibly noble to help his family, because where he's dying of cancer, but he's doing something incredibly illegal at the same time. It's, it's like a real big catch-22. But it's like, he, um, <clears throat> you know, we're spoiling the show, whatever. He wants... Um, you know, he, he he wants to help his family. That's like his first noble reason. But really, kind of as the show goes on, he sort of twists and he's doing this because this is the only satisfaction he gets is just being this mean guy, this, yep. this Heisenberg. Like he, you know, he's been miserable his whole life because he's really been a wimp and kicked on and never living to his full potential and letting people take advantage of him and abuse him. And now he's like the man and people want him and he's powerful. And that's when he's happy. Yep. Even though he looks pissed off all the time, and he's constantly upset and puking and who knows what, but uh, yeah, good show. So, uh, video games and stuff, yeah. Maybe we can. Okay, well, we can do it. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> What's on the agenda for today? On the agenda for today, uh, well, I'm actually going to tackle, we got a couple things on our list, and we'll tackle this thing last, because okay. that's going to be a bigger discussion. Let's go ahead and, well... These two go together. I'm drawing on a piece of paper, guys. This is perfect for radio. And let's talk about... Until you talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about this third, okay. this second. Okay. And actually, let's do these two things together in this... Okay. Okay. You know what I mean. Oh, well, I'm thinking about it, too. Uh, we've been seeing, as always, we see comments. When you guys going to finish the worst console list of all time? <laughs> Not that last part. I just threw that in. Yeah. I don't know what that was. <laughs> Actually, yeah, we actually start talking about that pretty seriously, and that could be on the horizon. Absolutely, yeah. We keep mentioning it, but let's be realistic here, guys. Uh, as we said, we we're very busy, and we are going to get unbusy. We're going to get to our maintenance phase eventually, and that's probably absolutely, without doubt, going to be spring, summer of next year. I would think so. Before we can really commit, and that doesn't mean we don't get time, and we might squeak something out. Like another podcast or two between now and then doesn't mean we might, I doubt it, get one of those videos out. But for sure, like when it comes to summer next year, summer 2013, we, we have time. Yep. We will definitely, for sure, without a doubt, have time. And we probably won't do it, but we will have the time. <laughs> and we'll just keep saying we're going to. Let's just hope it's a very rainy summer. You can't golf. 
I can't. You can golf in the rain. Okay, he can golf in the rain. We're <laughs> guys. The video's never coming out <laughs> ever. You can always golf in the rain. You can always golf in the rain. Like I golf in the snow. Golf done in that sleet. Too. Golf in the never hail. done sleet. No, hail's kind of dangerous. No, lightning's very dangerous. Hail's great. Like if you actually if mid swing in a hailstorm, you actually knock a piece of hail in to the cup. Automatic win. I win count it. Yeah, I count it. No, you just win the entire. Like, if it's the first hole and you knock it in, you win the entire game. <laughs> then you make a mad dash back to the golf yeah. course and get back to your car. <laughs> you quit taking score. You just win. <laughs> All right. So, um, Mass Effect Three. We we talk about Mass Effect quite a bit. And well, the reason why I talk about it is I haven't had time to play hardly any other game. But I don't know. I don't think you finished it by the last show. When we recorded, you didn't finish it back in June or July. This was more recent. No, I did not. And I think we had yeah. planned on doing an episode about it. Yeah. Because I had actually, I went back. The it was really it was good timing on my part when I actually finished the game with the original ending. The new DLC expansion was coming out to give you the extended ending cut. Maybe a week after I finished, yeah. so I waited a week, downloaded it that same day, and played through it again. And it was a big improvement. It. It's probably how the ending should have been anyways, but it still kind of leaves you that bland feeling inside that all those choices you make through the first two games, and you're stuck with, well, three kind of bland choices, and then the fourth option to where you basically just screw over the galaxy and everyone dies. Yeah. Oh, well, there's that option now. Oh, and spoilers. It, it gave you a little bit more closure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they, yeah, spoilers, by the way. It gave you a little bit more closure, but still... You you still get this feeling that the game was rushed out, and this had more of an EA, uh, an EA uh, battlefield type shooter game feeling than it was for more of a traditional RPG shooter Bioware game. If that makes any sense. Yeah, they 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 pulled out so many of the RPG things and streamlined the entire game down where they're they give you a lot of options, but they're still funneling you in one direction. When you get to a mission. It doesn't really branch off in a bunch of directions. They just put you in a big, long hallway, and you got to get to the end of it, and then you go on with some variation to the next hallway, some variation, next hallway, so forth, until you get to the end of the game and you make mm-hmm. one of three choices. Now, we all know, I've talked about a bunch on the Classic League podcast. We've talked about it on our, I think our last show I even mentioned my uh, extreme distaste for it. Mm-hmm. I, it really rubbed me the wrong way. You've beaten the game. And now you've also gone through and played it with this extended um, stuff they added in mm-hmm. there sort of to try to appease the fans. Give me your take on, you know, say, how you felt about the original ending and how you feel now that they've gone back and added an addendum to the original ending. Okay, the original ending was so empty, and you could feel like it was just rushed. There was a lot of open-ended questions left to to the game when it ended. Why did the mass relays all get destroyed? Why is your characters now stranded on a planet? Why was one of your characters you had in your party when you're going to fight, when you're rushing Harbinger to make it to the Citadel, now suddenly is on a spaceship, is on the Normandy with Joker crash landed on a deserted planet? It didn't make any sense. So when Bioware tried to address these with the extended cut, there are some things that was added, and Gooch, I'm going to talk about the first one I did like. I did like to wear Harbinger, let's go back to the game, back when you're getting ready to make a rush to the teleporter to the Citadel, 
Harbinger lets off his giant blast. Harbinger's a Reaper, by the way, if you don't you know. You sound like he's going to pass gas. <laughs> he probably is passing he gas. He lets off this giant <laughs> fart, and it just propels this ship through the galaxy. Okay, keep going. <laughs> Harbinger. Harbinger of farts. He fart, Okay, we'll say he farts. <laughs> Everything gets blown up, and Shepard's, you know, Shepard gets banged up, and he sees his two crewmates you picked kind of struggling to get up. He immediately calls for Joker. Joker comes with the Normandy, and... And uh, Shepard escorts his crew to the ship. There's a little bit of dialogue there, and then the game progresses. So it gives you a, a, a it gives you more of a sense and a feeling, and you actually get to see what happens to your crew from that standpoint. That should have been in there from the beginning, Gooch. And that goes back to me thinking that it was just rushed. Now, if your love interest is with you during that time frame, it may make you pick a different ending to the game, like maybe a way you want to approach it, especially if your love interest was Tally. And then you have Tally in your party, and she's pretty much begging you not to leave her. So when that happens, <laughs> when that happens, watching Gooch fall through the wor- uh, fall through his doorway there. I tried to cough off Mike <clears throat> and uh, nearly collapsed. I'm an old man. So say if you've got Tally as your love interest, and you put her on the ship, she's begging you not to go. Then you get your three options whenever you make it up to the uh, the Star Childs, whatever everyone's been calling it, that controls the Reapers. Do you destroy the Reapers and destroy all synthetic life? Do you control the Reapers or do you merge your body with the Reapers? Now, from my standpoint, with that emotional sea of tally, you're going to destroy those SOBs and just knock them back to the other side of the galaxy. I destroyed all synthetic life because I wanted my Commander Shepard to live. You know he lives with that, with that option, the red option, if you want to call it that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Now, I, I did the option where I took control of the Reapers and my body like disappeared into electric Star Wars. You picked the blue ending. Power, yeah, like it just not the green ending. No, it, not none of the original endings were great that they had in the game, and all they really did was they added a fourth option. Is that correct? There's the fourth option to where Shepard just refuses to pick an option, and the Reapers win. Yeah. Now, according to what I've read about on the internet, apparently what happens after fifty thousand years when the next races jump up and evolve, and it's time for the Reapers attack again, those races prevail and to stop the Reapers. That's apparently what happens. That's so, in the ending? It's apparently written somewhere in the ending. Okay. That's I've never actually seen it in the ending, but I was reading... Oh, I forgot where I read it at now, but there was talk about it to where these other races that would, would raise up and they would eventually stop the Reapers because all the information that was left behind from... The humans and the, the Quarians and the Asaris and the Turians. That's all there. And they get the information to stop them. Yeah, lame. That's still, again, a very lame ending. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Now, what about... Um, what did... So, the... the, the um, struggling for words here. The DLC, so it added that other ending. We don't like that. Clarification. It added clarification to the original It added ending. some clarification to some of your choices you could have made. Okay. Like, say, if you wanted to save the Krogan homeworld, if you wanted to save the Quarian homeworld, or did you let the Quarians die and then the Geth took over, or vice versa, or maybe you saved them both. There's a little bit of cutscenes, or there's pictures with that. Um, things of that nature. Some minor choices with that, but they're not... It's not animation. It's, it's still frame. Uh. It's still frame on that. It's good still frame. It's gorgeous pictures, but again, it's leaving you empty-handed to wear. And I'm, me personally, I would have loved to have had an option to wear. You beat the game, and then you can take control of the Normandy and just fly around to all these places you went before and talk to the people and get their perspective of what happened. 
like a, an in-depth epilogue mode, if you want to call it that. That yeah. would have been, or an op- maybe an open, what we call it, an open-ended... Ending. Open-ended ending. <laughs> or something, a, yeah, like what Like saying. what Skyrim does, or with Oblivion. You get to play the game after you beat the game. Yeah. If that would have been, that would have been cool. Let's say, let's compare it to like Lunar 2. Like when you beat that game... You get an epilogue where you can go around and talk to people after you save the world. And get the true ending after that. Well, the true ending, yes, but ultimately, in that part, you you have more stuff to do. Yes. Like there's another dungeon and some challenge yeah. stuff, but you're not trying to save the world at that point. You're right. just living in the world after you saved it, and that's really cool. And then there's some follow-up stuff to do where you can, you know, get the real ending and find yep. real closure to the story. That's what I, that's what we're saying. Yeah, that'd be great for Mass Effect if you could fly around the galaxy, talk to people after the fact, finish up some missions, and maybe reconnect with your lost love interest or do one big thing that doesn't mean you're saving the galaxy, but just means that you're getting something Im- significant to your story yes, resolved. It'd be something to add to your own personal shepherd. Yes, that would have been brilliant. And I think that would be the more that would be the better mindset. Of what Bioware could have been wanting to do or trying to do, yeah. And I swear this game has more has EA's fingerprints on it. Oh, absolutely, I mean. absolutely. Well, they they've been patching and supporting the multiplayer fantastically, and you know, right I, there multiplayer. Well, yeah, <laughs> you brought, just brought up a big point there. Well, give them, you know, I give them props. They didn't slap on a half-ass multiplayer. It's actually got a lot of depth and variety, and it's fun. It's good multiplayer. Not what I want in my Mass Effect Three. You know, experience. I would like a standalone Mass Effect multiplayer game. That'd be fantastic. Mm-hmm. But it's just so much emphasis on the multiplayer and supporting that and those microtransactions, which make money. It's a business, I understand. But let me ask you this: When you think of online multiplayer shooter games, what do you think? I, yeah, you think Halos, Battlefields, Left 4 Deads. You think of those type of games. Mass Effect. What do you originally think? I think of. I think of an RPG. I think of, you know, dialogue trees and flipping gear and party members and everything else but a squad-based tactical shooter. Yes. Now, I'm not saying those are bad things that they tried to incorporate into Mass Effect 3, the online multiplayer. It's, I mean, as much as I've been dogging it, it's a good idea, but there was too much emphasis placed on it. Yeah. That's the flaw. And that's the EA fingerprints again. That's what we think, you know... We don't think Bioware intentionally set out in their plans to put multiplayer in any of the Mass Effect games. No, no. I feel like it was pressure coming from, you know, EA. But it's it's done, it's out. I mean, our complaining doesn't do anything but just complain. Now, the game starts off awesome. Yeah, it's a great I mean, intro. it starts off great. Shepard comes in. Um, he's still, he's kind of under house arrest. He's still worrying about the Reapers. No one's believing him. The council's like, the Reapers aren't going to come. They're not exist. Blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden... All hell breaks loose. They yeah. attack with a bang. There's people dying. They're like, oh my god, Commander Shepard, you're right. Reinstated. Go save the galaxy. Yeah. See. <laughs> That's an awesome way to start the game. Yeah, but it's, if it was me, like, this game should be very free choice. It should be, because, you know, all the way through two games, despite insurmountable proof that the Reapers are real, I mean, an, an attack on the Citadel in the first game by a Reaper, you know, these people still don't believe you. And then when they finally show up, like in the third game, they just blow up a bunch of shit, and they're all flying down. And then they're like, "Oh, we believe you. You go do the go do your thing." I mean, why can't I just at that moment say, "I told you so. I'm out, bitch. Forget this." And that's the end of the game. It's just yeah. <laughs> it just credits play. You're done. You leave. You're out. You know, like just 
peace, bitch, and, and just walks out. Just walks off, and you just stop Rack, the game right there. Running out, grab yeah. a spaceship and fly off somewhere so you can't be found. Yes, I guarantee that game could be twenty minutes long, and it would get great critical reception. There is one dialogue option. You can't even say that you're not leaving. <laughs> You get one renegade option and the game ends. I want a game that's that open. I want a oh, game man. where you can make like certain options and end your game within the first 10 hours or play you know, for 60 hours or whatever. I can see that happening like after the credits roll and Shepard is, it says like it's 100 years later, the Reapers have already destroyed everything. Shepard's on this lone planet by himself and he's growing, he's got this big giant beard growing. He goes like, yep, I still told you so! And pointing his hand up in the sky and everything else. So Shepard becomes that crazy hillbilly <laughs> lunatic on a planet by himself. <laughs> yeah. Like a planet that's like 50 miles wide and he's just standing on top <laughs> yeah. of his shack, his space shack. Yeah. Like Marvin the Martian. Yeah. I told you so. Yeah, yeah no. Which, this leads us in now into our next topic. What are ways that Mass Effect, Mass Effect 3 could have ended better? Or better, maybe simply putting, I, I just told what you are some the better way Mass Effect end. 3 endings? I just told you the best way to end Mass Effect 3. <laughs> By far, bar none, best way. But, uh, so we've been talking about it, and we've got some ideas. Let's go with the first one. And this one has already been talked about by... I said the first one. Okay, but let's talk about the second one. Okay, we're going to call it the second one. And this one has already been talked about since the beginning. The indoctrination theory. Yes. What if, throughout the entire game, Mass Effect 3, Commander Shepard is being indoctrinated. And he's still being indoctrinated. He gets to the very end when he's with Captain Anderson. And he is with the elusive man in the Citadel. And he's got to make that choice. He's got to make that choice to either... To either go with the elusive man or shoot the elusive man. And that moment right there could have been when he shoots the elusive man, he breaks indoctrination right there. Then he goes back down and just destroys the Reapers. Yeah. Or he could have, maybe he could have turned the Citadel on, the, whatever it was, and destroyed the Reapers. None of that controlling garbage or those, the, the three choices, none of that goes. He just destroys them all. Yeah. And then you have to maybe control the ships in space to, to launch the attack. That, could have been epic. Yes. I, I think that's a good idea. That's way better than the ending that we got. Uh, outside of the obvious choice, which was my first answer, uh, what I think the game's problem was in the ending, uh, it, it suffered from the very stereotypical Japanese kind of ending. Like A game like Catherine is, is a prime example of a game that just goes on and on mm-hmm. and on. It has a really good moment. Like You can stop this game right here. It has resolution. It, you know, it, It's a perfect ending. But no, F that. Let's keep on going and fart out a bunch of crap that nobody wants mm-hmm. because this game, we have to pad on some ending and do something crazy, you know? That's lame. What what I think should have happened is I think there's a moment in the game where you have Anderson, who is, you know, your old veteran uh, commander in the military, space military, excuse me, and you look up to him and he used to be the big hero and now you're the big hero and you're young and, you know, whatever. These two people, two different generations, they've been fighting together. You finally meet up with him. This is the first time you've ever actually fought alongside of him. And then you think you've resolved everything. You know, you're, you're there with him, and you guys are talking. It's a great dialogue. You're all beat to hell. It looks like the ending of Die Hard or something. <laughs> and I was kidding earlier and said they should just, like, bump fists and just say, yeah. <laughs> And the game could roll credits. But no, I mean, that'd be a great way to end the game with these two generations coming together. And, you know, one of them could die or I, I don't care, you know, if you want to get all sentimental. But right. end it right there. But no, that's when the elusive man comes in and 
and there's all that indoctrination stuff and then it rolls on into the crazy kid from outer space who makes you choose ludicrous options and you don't even question it you know it went on and got too crazy but they should have stopped it right there when it's just two guys who save the day like a good 80s movie you know yep. like top gun yep top gun did they save the day in top gun yeah i, I think they did they fought off the soviets or whoever it was at the end yeah, yeah, they fought off the homosexuals that wanted to legalize abortion. They took those guys <laughs> down, and no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's a bad election humor, but yeah, like, not the crap we got. I'm saying, like, there's, you, you feel no connection. Like, this whole time that you do all this stuff and you build this squad, you don't even get it in the game with those people yep. that you've fought with for hundreds of hours. You get it in the game by yourself. And then presumably die most of the time. Yeah. Yeah, it's lame. I'm going to quit rambling on because, you know, this could be a, 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 a podcast on its own right. What was Just wrong with Mass Effect 3? Keep going on and on and on about it. If the ending could have been done properly, we could have seen the greatest trilogy of games. I don't want to say ever because that's a very, very big word to say. But I'll say like in the top five of video game history, the yeah. top three trilogies. I will say Mass Effect 2 is one of the greatest games ever made. Absolutely. Hands down. I mean, it's in the top five easily. And Mass Effect 3, it's still a, it's a real, really good game. And even with the extended ending, I mean, it still makes it good. But it, considering where, it, where it's coming from, and then the story it had with it, and all of the, everything that was flushed out from the story, and the character, the character involvement... Then with the gameplay thrown into it, and just the such great and loyal fan base that Bioware had made with this franchise, it is an epic letdown. It is an epic letdown. It is. And in years mm. to come, people are going to look at uh, Mass Effect 3 in the same way they look at Ghostbusters 2. It's, you know, Mass Effect 2 is Ghostbusters 1, whereas Mass Effect 3 is Ghostbusters 2. But then Ghostbusters, the video game... Should yeah. have been the true Ghostbusters too. So when we get Mass Effect, the video game, it's going to fix everything. <laughs> Mass, Effect, Mass Effect, the movie? No, the video game. <laughs> the movie. The video game, the, the movie. movie. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's something wrong with us, dude. Now, that does... <laughs> y'all, there's always, well, I've known that since forever. The DLC that came out back in August, I'm very excited to play this. Uh, Mass Effect uh, Leviathan. I haven't had a chance to play it. I just know uh, bits and pieces of the story because I don't want to make a spoiler for myself. It has something to do with the original creators of the Reapers. And Commander Shepard is maybe trying to track down a Leviathan to maybe help destroy the Reapers. I haven't read anything about it. And I'm not going to read anything about it. So I'm very excited when I go home tonight to download and play it to see what happens. But part of me is like, I'm excited about it, but I mean... You're 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 playing the game not after the end of Mass Effect Three. You're playing it during Mass Effect Three. It's supposed to be during Mass Effect Three. It's supposed to be like a side mission. Yeah, but it's a side mission. But ultimately, whatever you choose in this has no impact on the ending again. It shouldn't. But you you get nice story stuff, and that's what you like. It, yes, you get nice. And this could be something like, why didn't we see this in the game? Wow. Yeah. Well, it's like playing as that bonus uh, Proethean Jarvik or Javik, whatever his name was. Something that oh, I'm so aggravated I didn't have that. I didn't, know, I didn't know anything about it. You missed out, man, because it's yeah. one of those pieces of DLC, like... I'm almost tempted to go back and just buy it and then play through the game again. It's really crucial, but it's like it's crucial for certain key moments. You might get 20 minutes of dialogue out of it that are fantastic, 
but you have to play through like 40 hours of an RPG to get that it. That should have been included. Uh, yes. That was that was a little legit. And again, I think it goes back to EA. Yeah. I mean, holding something out like that. I get that you have to have something to get people to buy your game without buying it used. That mm-hmm. is just that's that's becoming a very big staple now for these high high priced games, you know, the ones that um, are going to see a lot of turnaround and you want to get people locked in and don't you don't want them to buy used. Why not just lock away the multiplayer? Why are they making you buy it? Or no, there was a pre-order bonus. Take that back. I think you had to buy it new to get the multiplayer. The pre-order bonus was Javik. Okay, I got it back. That shouldn't have been a pre-order bonus. Though. No, yeah, make make it something else. Make the pre-order bonus multiplayer crap, special armor or special weapon or something. Yeah, something you don't really need. Yeah, let you have sex with like five more characters in the game. I, something that would have been great <laughs> at one time. At one time, yes, the orgy. You get the orgy DLC, the shepherd sandwich. Space, space orgy. <laughs> that's that's actually the next DLC pack. Uh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that's actually the fifth ending. The fifth ending. Fifth ending is you just start having sex with everybody. <laughs> the kid just tells you, well, you can destroy the Reapers. You can save the Reapers. You can destroy all life and humanity. You can choose to do nothing. Or you can fuck the brains out of everything that has tentacles. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> yeah. uh, can you repeat that last option? <laughs> Everything with tentacles. <laughs> Does Tally have tentacles? I believe so. Word. <laughs> Word, yeah. Sign me up. Okay, that's bad. I don't need to do, like, my own bits. I don't need to walk away from the microphone when I'm speaking either. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, uh, this is a good question, I think, for the listeners, Gooch. Yeah. How do you think Mass Effect 3 should have ended. And if you've never even played the game or are not a fan of the franchise, that makes it even more better. Yeah. You get to come up with a really awesome yeah, ending. Just tell me anyway. So email us at goochandthedouchebag at gmail.com. Again, that's goochandthedouchebag at gmail.com. Yes, that email is still active. Oh, yeah. We lost our URL because I didn't resub it. I didn't, I didn't oh, the website's still there. Yeah, it's it's, it's back to the blogspot domain, <laughs> which eventually, and I might even do this in my free time because I'm actually in the process of working on building some PC stuff here, uh, which I'll mention later. So I'm going to actually have my current PC tore apart where I can't play games and I can use my laptop and use that to, to work on the website mm-hmm. maybe pay that big, ginormous amount of $10 to keep the uh, <laughs> to, to keep the <laughs> URL. Uh, DB is looking at a stink bug that is trying to commit suicide <laughs> on my ceiling fan. Just making sure it wasn't a bee. Yeah, no, there's no bees in here. Okay, it's a stink bug. Okay. Stink bugs are... I don't know. Stink bugs are stinky. They are. You don't want to. You don't want to squish them. They fly into stuff, and they're big, and they're dumb, and it just sounds like they are beating the dog shit out of their face. It's just a constant. It's like the Juggernaut from X Men. Yeah, like that's or the Blob. The Blob. More like the Juggernaut, I think, because they try the Blob. Like it's a little squishy. These guys are hard. But uh, yeah, those things like they flow into my face, and it hurts. <laughs> and gnarly. Um, I don't know what part, you know, like right now in this part of the country we're from, you know, uh, stink bugs have been, they were really bad last year and we're so-so right now. Like yeah, we're actually yep, getting over yep, it. Yep. It seems like every year as they try to balance these populations and do their stuff, like one year it's ladybug bugs or I forget what those were and then it's stink bugs and then, you know, back in biblical times it was locusts, which I don't know why they released those, but it just happens. It just, yeah. It just happens. I don't want to see like a locust problem. Frogs flying. Frogs flying, or yes. falling from the sky rather. Yeah. That's bad. If it ever rained frogs, I don't know what I would do, dude. I would I would grab the first like French chef I knew and just put him to work. <laughs> Fry those babies. Frog legs. Mm. 
I don't even like frog legs. I don't either. Yeah. Some people like some people say they taste like chicken. I disagree. Yeah. I, I think it tastes like butt. Tastes like butt. Tastes like butt. I just there's not enough meat there, you know? Yeah. That's what she said. Yeah, she <laughs> I, I I heard that one too many times. Not that's what she said, but the her telling me my meat's not thick enough. Okay. Going on, <laughs> let's talk about PC stuff, because we mentioned that uh, earlier. I'm going to mention what I'm doing first, okay? And then DB's got some stuff to talk about. Uh, I do. You you will. Okay. Okay. We'll see. Um, I'm going to prove you wrong on that. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I got, we'll get you going. The um, I recently actually helped Tony. Me and him worked together over Skype, because there's a good four hours or so between us on a drive. I worked with him over Skype video chatting to help him upgrade and essentially build a brand new computer. The man bought a brand new motherboard. He got a really nice AMD bulldozer six core processor, and uh, he kept the same video card. He actually had some new RAM to use. Um, he had the same case and stuff. But for the fundamentally, he was building a brand new PC. Walked him through it. He got a really nice aftermarket cooler. And it was a lot of fun. Me and him took a couple hours, you know, and talked it all through and set it up. And he's working gaming on it. It's fantastic. What I noticed when me and him were uh, talking about it. And he was running some uh, temperature checks. His temps were really cool because mm-hmm. he got a really nice aftermarket heat sink to go on his processor. I um, ran a few checks on my temperature on my CPU, and I was much higher than I wanted to be. I mean, I was like, I told him like a good operating idle range for that cooler would be like a good 30, 40 degrees Celsius. Okay, okay. Which is nice idle temperature. For, you know, like cooler. It could definitely be cooler than that if you wanted to really crank up the fans, but that's good. I go check my idle temps, and I'm in like the 50s, mid-50s, which is not good. Uh, that's not terrible. It's not going to break my CPU, but when I play a game that's very CPU intensive, those temperatures are going to skyrocket, and when I checked it out, it actually, on Guild Wars 2, shot up to like over 90 degrees Celsius, and that's dangerous. Wow. Most processors now... Uh, I say processors. Most BIOS now are going to shut you down at 100. Some are less than that, but guaranteed, like, for the most part, if you get to 100 degrees Celsius, your computer's shutting down because it's getting to dangerous temperatures. I'm not saying you're going to blow your house up. You might. But I'm saying you're going to damage some internal components. Long story short, I'm nerding out. 212 degrees Fahrenheit. Is that what it is? Yes, 100 degrees Celsius. There you go. 212 degrees Fahrenheit. You got it. That's what it is. Um, maybe that's why they call the, the cooler 212 on the... Cooler Master. Maybe there's something to do with that. Like they, It's possible. So, anyway, I looked Gosh, at my temps. You know, I had no idea they got that hot. Yeah, they do. Uh, mine got mine was kind of hot because I was slightly overclocked, very little bit, and I wasn't even doing the overclocking myself. I set it on my motherboard a long time ago and just didn't pay attention to it. I knew that it was blowing out hot air, and I kept thinking, you know, I just need to buy a new processor. I'm pushing mine to the limit, and it's really not that. The fact is it's just overheating. So... Uh, I'm actually going to, hopefully today or sometime this weekend, install a new aftermarket cooler, get it running better, overclock it actually even higher, and just, mm-hmm. it'd be fantastic. So, if we were on video, you would see I have boxes and PC parts and stuff just all strewn about because since I'm going to buy a new heatsink, I'm going to go ahead and do a fresh install of Windows 8 that just released. I haven't even tried it out yet, so I bought that. That's here somewhere. Uh, I have a secondary... DVD drive I'm going to stick in there just for the hell of it. i got a new hard drive that's going to... It's, it's actually a high-performance, uh, not solid-state, but just a high-performance standard drive, uh, serial ATA um, 6.0, whatever that is. I'm pretty pumped. I'm, I'm excited to try it out. 
and hopefully get some high performance out of my PC for the time being until I buy new parts come next spring. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention. I thought the motherboard was called Anus. It was, yes. Well, no. This Asus. Asus. Asus is how you pronounce it. They make, in my opinion, the best motherboards you can buy uh, for, let's say, for people who want to make a really good machine. If you don't mind paying, let's say, you pay 100 to $200 for a motherboard, that's a good average price. Mm-hmm. Asus is the way to go because if you want longevity, you want high performance, you want a very easy BIOS that has a nice graphical interface, they call it EFI. That's where you want to go. So it's not anus? It's not anus. I'm rambling. I'm getting in the nerd zone. Long story. It's not anus. I am pretty sure (laughs) it is not anus. Okay. Long story short, I'm buying a bunch of new parts, and I'm not rebuilding my PC, but I'm sort of digging into it, and I'm going to get the most out of what I have currently for another six months or so. DB, earlier today, seeing me talk about it, me and him have been talking about He's thinking about sometime in the next year. Possibly. Possibly. Somewhere around that time frame. Building a gaming PC. Yes. Or just building a nice PC that can game. Yeah, that's a good idea. So so let's talk about this. We were going to save this for the air and talk about what you want out of a machine. Well, I don't want anything that's overly expensive. Okay. You know, it's I don't need anything super beefy that's going to, you know, to show me every single pixel in every single game. Well, it depends. Are you watching porn? Well. Do you want to see every single pixel? Okay, in that case, you know, it's a different story. But let's say from a gaming standpoint, I don't actually need to see every single pixel. But I would want something that runs nice and smooth. And if I wanted to max out the uh, max out the game itself, I still want it to run smoothly and not choppy. Gotcha, gotcha. So when you say games, you want to max out. Do you want to max out like the newest, brand newest games? Or are you thinking like I want to be able to max out a game like Skyrim? Maybe play some Battlefield. Let's do Skyrim and Battlefield. Okay, nothing cutting Skyrim. edge, but something very solid. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Now, you want to build it yourself, or are you in the mood to do a pre-built? Surprise me. Surprise you? Okay. <laughs> I was thinking you should build it yourself. You should really dig okay. in here and really. Um, again, I'm walking away from the microphone. I'm sorry. You should build it yourself. Okay, we'll do that then. So if I go to newegg.com, because this is fantastic for uh, a podcast, I go to. Do-it-yourself PC combos, and I want to check out gaming enthusiast PCs, right? The highest price you can go, do you want to build a gaming PC for $3,600? Not particularly, even though that does sound freaking awesome. A grand? Meh. Okay, let's go down. Okay, let's, let's think about this, too. I'm still going to have to get a monitor and a keyboard and a mouse, because everything of mine is outdated. Now, you got to remember, too, folks, that I haven't had a desktop in years. I've been using my laptop, and even then, my laptop is getting outdated but I haven't been a real big PC gamer. I've been more of the console gamers, top two. But I would still like to have a machine that could play big PC games, like something from Steam or whatnot, and that could max out, uh, could max out Skyrim, like you said. Something of that nature. So we still got to keep in mind, I'd still like to have a nice monitor, a nice LCD monitor with a keyboard and a mouse. Okay, okay. Um, so I'm thinking probably 200 bucks for a monitor. It depends. You actually get a, get a really nice monitor. See this monitor I have here? Mm-hmm. 23-inch LED, mm-hmm. uh, $130. Oh, okay. You can, get, you can get a really nice monitor, 23, 24-inch, anywhere between, like, let's say, and this is not the bargain deals podcast, but 120 to $160. Okay, okay. So not nearly as much as you're thinking. Okay, so we're thinking maybe with the keyboard and the mouse and the a monitor, maybe 150-ish. Okay, so you want a keyboard and a mouse and a monitor. Yeah, you could easily do that for 150 Okay. Uh, depends on how big you want your monitor, but yeah. 
And and like this keyboard and mouse, I have a wireless Microsoft keyboard and mouse, pretty standard. This was this combo was like thirty bucks. Okay, so and it works for me. I love it. So yeah, easily. So you say one fifty for keyboard and mouse. Then you look at and I, I think this is a great way to go if you're building your first PC and you want to build a PC is to go to Newegg and see their pre-built combos. Like okay. like right here, I'm gonna click on this one here. This is a um, quad core A8 A75FM. I think that's the mother, referring to the motherboard and uh, processor and stuff here. But you're going to get like a, let's see what we got. Great radio. Mm. <laughs> so you get your nice AMD processor. Uh, you, you know, you get uh, some really good stuff here in the package. And they don't have a good picture on here, the bastards. But you can get a really good setup here with pretty much everything you need. You get the processor, you get a hard drive, you get RAM, you get a keyboard and a mouse in this deal. You get a case, power supply, you get all the stuff you need to build it. The only thing you could actually go out here and buy in this deal is a graphics card. Let's say you spend, so it's $579. let us go ahead and just, we'll say we'll add on $100, so that makes it $679. We'll say the rest of it covers your keyboard and mouse, so then that becomes, let's say, $700. Okay. You add on a copy of uh, Windows. Let's say that's another 60 bucks, so 760. My math might be wrong here. And then we buy a graphics card. So you could easily build a nice gaming computer that could play high-end games and be a pretty high-end machine for 800 bucks. It's not bad. 800 $900. And it varies. Like, this thing is a solid-state hard drive and whatnot. You may not want to do that. But there's a lot of options. And some of these ones that cost more actually come with uh, video cards and whatnot. This one does not. Nothing here comes with a video card. But just kind of knowing, like, do you care if you go AMD or Intel? No. Don't care. All right. Do you care about your graphics card? As long as it looks, well, as long as it runs the graphics I want. Okay, to, to max out Skyrim. To max out Skyrim, you can buy a $200 card. And uh, you don't have to buy a card that expensive, but I would recommend, you know, put a little money into it. Okay. Let's say you get a $200 card, you could easily max out Skyrim in several games. Okay. For, for, for a couple of years. Okay. Now it all depends on the game. Like some games are just meant to push systems no matter what. Like you, few people are gonna buy a new system and max out Crisis. Mm -hmm. Now I know you're gonna say, well, I can max it out and I got a system. Yeah, but how much did your computer cost? You know, I'm talking about Crisis too, by the way, uh, with all the HD texture packs and all that crap that is meant to just crush your computer. Mm -hmm. That's not that's not practical. Okay. But, uh, you could easily build a computer like mine right here that I've been playing on for. A thousand dollars. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying, like I I built it for fourteen hundred dollars last year. You could probably build it anywhere from eight hundred to a thousand now. That includes the monitor and a copy of Windows. Okay. So anyway, that's not bad. So I'm getting DB sold on this. I think he's he's buying into it. I just I don't know. I, I it's just, not bad at all. It's not bad at all. No, I'm I'm thinking this is. I want to get you in this PC market. I really want to get you in. I really want you to buy. This $3,600 combination, because this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you need to buy, because it's marked down from what? It's marked down from... You're going to save $285. Yeah. So instead of being almost four grand, it's just three and a half grand. That's that's how much but it costs. But you still got to buy a monitor and everything else. Still got to buy a monitor and everything else. Now you can buy deals. You might get good monitors. Like, let's go look at some PC monitors real quick. So if I go down to computer hardware, and I go to monitors... And we're going to look at LCDs just to be real quick. And I'll say best rating. And we'll say what size are you thinking about, man? It doesn't matter. Probably. This is 23, which okay. we're looking at now. Okay, maybe somewhere in that range. So we've got 23-inch monitors. 
But you can start off really nice ones for $170. You go down to the lowest price. It loads up here. $140 for a nice HP monitor. Wow. Yeah, nice 23-inch nice LED backlit monitor. The reviews, you know, people don't knock it down a little bit, but monitor's a monitor, you know? You get you get into the fine details. You start talking about contrast ratios, and you want to know all these other fine details. It really doesn't matter that much. Like if you're gonna nitpick that much, go buy a goddamn television. You know, okay. don't. It's just a computer monitor. All right, all right. You can do the resolutions you need to. You're fine. You can play 1080p, and this thing will have uh, input jacks for DVI and, and VGA. Gotcha. Slick. I think I'm boring DB. I just. I don't know. And then for people out there in the world that you want to get into PC gaming, I, I guarantee we could build him a PC with Windows, a monitor, everything like that for $600. And he can play games on medium settings, some games on high. Have a great time. That's a good deal, too. That's a good deal, too. That's a good deal, too. too. What so, about for 100 bucks? 100 bucks. You could. <laughs> you could shove that $100 so far up your head. No, I'm just kidding. No, I mean... The crazy thing is they're actual little boards, and I forget what they call them. You can get very small portable computer setups, you know, like like an all-in-one inclusive board that covers everything you need. And it's like um, it's essentially running like a, a cell phone processor and setup where you can plug a few things into it and do very basic computing on it, you know? That's cool. You might be able to surf the internet. Maybe. But not through, like, Chrome or something. It might be some aftermarket crazy browser. You might just be running something through, like, uh, Linux we could, hey, let's scrap Windows all together and set you up on Linux. <laughs> you just save $70. Nah. Yes. And instead of using your monitor, we could just we could plug the thing into your face. <laughs> <laughs> you inject into your brain. Inject into your, like, the Matrix. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I, I think I'm talking about it so much because I have the PC fever right now because I've been looking at parts and I'm buying the cooler stuff. I want to overclock. And I'm just so anxious to build and buy and tweak even if i'm not the one buying it i'm trying to force db to buy stuff so i can build it you know 700 to 900 dollars is not that's not bad for something that's gonna last you for what three years easily three years easily, easily. uh right now I mean, game wise and stuff like you, you don't even find very many games that you can't max out on cards that are even a few generations old you know uh-huh three or four three or four year old video card that was good when it came out can last you for years you don't need the crazy high-end cards like, you know, a game like Crisis 2 with all the stuff on it can bog you down. Uh, I'm trying to think of games that are really tough to run. Witcher 2, an exception to the mm-hmm. rule. Uh, I got Sleeping Dogs, and if you max everything out on that, it can be a little tough, but not bad at all. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even running, like, amazing hardware. I, I have a Core i5 processor, 200 bucks, not a million dollars. Processor and GPU, you should probably be half the price of your PC in most cases together. Hmm. You know, the things I can say you don't want to skimp on. If you buy something, and when you buy pre-built, it's it's usually pretty nice to go on new way because, you know, everything works together. But if you're going to build a PC, don't skimp on a motherboard. Don't skimp on a uh, power supply. Two key things. Okay. Because, you know, power supply fry stuff, you, you can ruin several components with a shitty power supply. Mm-hmm. And um, and a motherboard is crucial. Everything works off that. So, you know. You don't, Two main components you must have. Yeah, you don't, makes sense. you don't build the foundation of your house out of mud. You could. You could. I would, not, I would not recommend it. <laughs> so, yeah. The results will be disastrous, especially yes. when it rains. Man, I miss our early rambling. Like, we went off in Mass Effect tangents, and now I'm talking about building Easy computers. Tangents. Yeah. So, 
But yeah, like we're standing this entire time because I my kitchen table's in the middle of the living room because it's just ready and primed for you call it sterilization. Sterilization, that's right. Yeah, it's like an operating room for PC. Kinda, yeah. Which I can't wait to take this beast apart. Let's check it out on the inside. It's sexy. It's not like your PC's on life support right now. It's getting almost like plastic surgery. More or less, yeah, yeah. I am a uh, you know a little more RAM, another hard drive. Just the now thing my is, car, my car was on. My car was beyond life support. You had your we, car. We already pulled the plug. You had your car for a long time. <laughs> the it, car, the car I'm driving is older than the car you got rid of, isn't it? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, your car was like a 2099. It's a 99. 99. I'm one year behind you. Yeah. So, how many miles did it have on it? Like a 175,000 miles. That's great. It had a lot. It, it got, I got, I got my use out of it. Yeah, for sure. It served its purpose. You get that new? No, we actually got it used. Okay, good deal. Yeah, I had it, um, I think we got it, had about 20,000 miles on it. It Back was in, uh, practically so, new. That was December <laughs> of 2000. Yeah. Wow. Man, it's crazy. Yep. We're old. We are. <laughs> We're very old. Man. That's crazy. I don't like thinking about, like, we were talking earlier, talking about buying a house and talking about... Um, interest rates. Interest rates and bank loans and our... Stuff I never talked about yeah. years ago. And then 50 years from now, we're going to talk about how all our friends are dying. I mean, it's just the way things go. Yep. <laughs> we talk now about Mass Effect computers and, you know, a couple decades well, down the line, everybody's dead. Look at the YouTube channel. When did we start that? Uh, we started that like in 07, I think. Has it been that long? It's been a while. I'm going to check right now. Again, making for fantastic radio. So if I go back to the YouTube channel, I go youtube.com slash gooch and the do. Wait, spell it right. The, I misspelled the, the douchebag. Hard to misspell the. I misspelled the a lot. So our channel, we joined December 4th, tail end of 2007. It's going to be five years this year. Five years, and we can't manage to get out 20 videos people want in five years. <laughs> five years. Five years, yeah. And we've got some high-ranking videos, like some stuff that did really well, like I'm mm-hmm. excited about. But uh, let, let's see. Let's go back to our channel here and check it out. Like If I go to view, uh, do list. Wait, no. Do view the grid? Uh, this new YouTube stuff killed me. I have no idea how it works. How do I view it sorted by views? Can I do that? Uh, if you go back to view, I like you go view. by maybe most popular. Most popular. I think he just shit out his nose. <laughs> Crazy sneeze. So, yeah. Oh, God, it stinks. Our Sega Saturn video has over 200,000 views. I swear it had like a quarter of a million. It went down somehow. Four years, it's got 203,000 views. The Super Nintendo has 85,000. Mm-hmm. The Jaguar, or no, the Jaguar, excuse me, Gizmondo, Gizmondo. has 70,000. Jaguar sixty eight thousand. Uh, the which one is that? The Atari seventy two hundred and the seventy eight hundred. That is the fifty two hundred. Fifty two hundred. I can't yeah. even talk. Fifty two hundred. That is uh, sixty nine thousand views, and that kind of goes down from there. Um, yeah, I mean we've got a lot of views and stuff on, on some of these videos, like up in the you know thousands. Mm-hmm. So it would be nice to finish out the list. I agree. Just so people would stop asking for it. Closure. Nobody would ever talk to us again. <laughs> We'd be done. Then they start demanding a new list. Yeah. How many people stumble onto the videos and are like, great, I can't wait to see number one. I know. <laughs> and they're like, piece of shit. Last video was uploaded three years ago. Yeah, what was our last video uploaded? Like two years ago, probably. Yeah, it's going to be a while back. Let's go check that out. Actually, let's go browse videos. 
We'll save you. Uh, old, we'll save newest, oh, wait, oldest, newest, newest that way. If I go back to, it was added two, two years, years ago. ago. Wow, we it's been two years since it's been we did two this. Years. Yeah, did we even? We June thirtieth, two thousand ten. Did we finish this video in this apartment? The Jaguar video. I don't remember. We're we are old. <laughs> I don't remember. People are. Jaguar is a good console. For compare, you take the most beautiful games on the N64, and you don't take a lot of the more beautiful games on Jaguar. It's not fair. The only thing you know repeat is it's pure shit. The Saturn is more powerful than the PlayStation. Sorry, I'm French and my English is not very good. We love the Saturn. He didn't watch every video. Yeah. That guy didn't. And the Saturn is more powerful than the PlayStation. I just... It, 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 when you're talking about which one's more powerful, you get really into finite details on what you define as power. <sighs> I think we even debated that in the videos. Yeah, we may have. But for watch what he had to... I don't even understand people's comments, but yeah. So that's about that. So the bottom line is we will finish the worst console list. One day. One day. We're going to keep saying that for years. Years and years, like for 20 years later. It's like it finally comes out and nobody knows what we're talking about anymore. We're yeah. playing our uh, PlayStation 26s and our Xbox 69s. Just say it. 69s, sure. And our Nintendo. Whatever, 69s. Whatever kind of goofy name they come up with now. <laughs> the Wii, the Wii UK, the Wii Poo. Wii Poo. Uh, <laughs> That'd be a fantastic game to teach kids to potty train. <laughs> Wii Poo. <laughs> we poo with some friendly uh friendly upbeat music going on at the same time yeah come on push it out do 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 splash do 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 i'm i have nothing to say i have nothing to add to that <laughs> that one is speechless yeah. it's like like the Wii menu music that's what's coming yeah. to my mind bump 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 now that's spanish flea right yeah <laughs> <laughs> that works too though <laughs> that's like a microphone feature to wear when it hears like the splash it's like oh good job now remember to wipe <laughs> Wee <-poo. laughs> Wee so it's a skit that could have been a video oh that's a t-shirt slogan yeah now it sounds like we're not making fun of the we we're not mocking it. We're just saying that'd be a fantastic game. It would be have a Wii remote for pile of poo on it at the top. No, <laughs> no. no. you don't wipe with the Wii remote, <laughs> and that's what it tells you too. Yeah, remember, well, don't use the Wii remote. Yeah, that's, that's the that's the only game where you don't attach it to your wrist with that crappy ass <laughs> strap. <laughs> remember, don't put the wrist strap on your wrist. Just trust us. E. coli is bad, you know, like that kind of thing. I, so, what else do we have to talk about? We've covered everything from from PC boring nerddom to 80s movies, Mass Effect, <laughs> more Mass Effect, and then before that, we actually talked about some Mass Effect. Oh, okay, here's what we're going to end on, unless we ramble on after that. We were going to talk about games we need to catch up on. We've been so busy. There's so yes. many games that we haven't even yes. gotten to. My stack is actually embarrassing. This is a game about for a few years now. Really? Yes. Yeah. So, okay, in my stack, I've got, and the reason why I have these two games, I bought them dirt cheap. I've got Battlefield 1 and 2 
in the shrink wrap that I have not touched. I've got a copy of the collector, no, well, the game of the year edition of Fallout 3. That I still, and that actually might even be your copy, I think of it. Uh, it was originally, but I told you to keep it. Is that okay? Well, I guess it's still his copy, but anyways. I still got Fallout 3. I've got Dragon Age 2 that I started playing and haven't finished it. I've got Batman Arkham Asylum that I'm, I think I'm halfway through it, but I still need to finish it. And there was something else. I was halfway through Skyrim, but you can play Skyrim anytime you really want to. Was there something else, Gucci? I think that might have been it. Do you count completing all the stuff in uh, Need for Speed, Hot Pursuit? No, I'm not going to count that. I could do that, though. Yeah. That's it. And so, look- I've got a, a hundreds of hours of gameplay sitting there waiting on me. And then we've got the new Castlevania game coming out here sometime soon, which is a continuation of Lords of Shadow, which I'm incredibly pumped to play. But, oh wait, you still have to do the Castlevania Lords of Shadow DLC. Okay, yeah, but that's not original from the game. I, that, that cost extra. But I do need to do that, though, because it does extend on the story. Yep, see, there's a lot, a lot for you to play. What is, other than Mass Effect 3, have you bought any games that came out this year at all? That might have been it. <laughs> like, I'm seriously thinking, I think that's the last game I've bought. Yeah. I, I am Not enough hours in the day. Yeah, I, I don't even want to mention how many games I've got from this year. I'm a sad individual because <laughs> I, I, I don't have time to play them. But yeah, my backlog is very similar. Uh, I would love to do the Castlevania Lord Shadow thing, but not going to happen. Uh, I've actually been selling off like most of my 360 games. I think I have like three left. Just trading them in. You know, like I build up a few and I'll trade them in. I'll build up a few, trade them in. Okay, I'll tell you what we need to do. We need to get everybody together and have like an online gaming night like we used to. Yes. That is what we need to do. Whether it's on the PC or my laptop that's getting slower and slower or whether it's on one of our consoles or whatever. I think it'd be awesome. Or we turn into like a board game night. I don't know. Yeah, well, you can actually do, <laughs> There's actually online interfaces for board games. You can like go to certain websites and set up like a board game through there. Mm-hmm. Where you have like videos and stuff. I mean, there's all kinds of options out there with the magic of the internet. We could do something. We could do that. Like that time we all got together and so it was me, you, um, Scott, Jerry Terrifying. We played uh, X-Men Arcade. Yes. Xbox Live. That was that was epic. That was a great time, yeah. <laughs> that was. Yeah. I can't think of any other games like that are coming out. I mean, the new Halo's coming out and that's exciting, but not in that same way that one of those classic arcade games is. Uh, Castle Crashers would have been great, you know, if we were all playing that at the same Guardian time. Guardian Heroes. Guardian Heroes is, is pretty out awesome. right now. Yeah, we could all buy that. I do have that. You do have that. I do have that. I would have to buy it. That was a game I bought actually when it was released. Yeah, you were on it. You you had oh, the Saturn it's version. Fun. It's still fun. I got both versions. <laughs> is there slowdown on the Xbox? No, really. And in fact, the uh, the high def look is awesome. It's cleaned up. It runs beautifully. Nice, beautifully. Okay, that's one of the games on my list. I should probably play. That would be a good one. Need to buy it. Yeah. Oh man. I think I've also got. Uh, I bought Sleeping Dogs during the Steam sale. Need to finish that. Oh, I was wanting to pick up Sonic Generations. Oh, it's... that was when I need to pick up Sonic Generations. I was also wanting to pick up for my collection Red Dead Redemption, and I wanted to get La Noir. Great games, all of them, every one. You really Sonic Generations <laughs> is fantastic. I think Red Dead Redemption you will absolutely love. Of course, I said the same thing about all the games you listed that you haven't played. <laughs> so the only game you could manage to finish was Mass Effect Three. And then you said you hated it, and it was the worst time you ever spent in your life playing a game. That's what you said. Oh, I'm sorry. That's what you said about the ending. <laughs> That's what, yeah. Oh, man. 
Not going to go back into that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you need to get some free time. Finish up some of that I'm stuff. I'm going to have to, yep. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I need to. Oh, man. I think the thing is, like, MMOs, online games like Diablo, stuff like that comes in my way a lot. Like, when I can game, I want to jump in one of those. And then... The new SimCity game that comes out. Oh. Is, that, is that next year? As far as I know, yes. Yeah, okay. That I think that was what I was thinking about a PC. Oh, yeah. For that. that I mean, that looks... In those like simulation type games, I could spend hours on that, literally. See, and you would love it. Yeah, there's so many great games like that. Uh, you could try that, and then there's Civ Five and XCOM. There's a lot of great games similar mm-hmm. to that, which, I mean, those are have combat, and Sim City is not so much that, but yeah, oh, man, that'd be terrific. We could build you a, a gaming rig specifically to play Sim, Sim City. C- there we go. And yeah. that's an online multiplayer game, I believe, or it's going to be reconnected with other cities. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you get to pick the cities you connect to or how that works, but I would love to find out. That'd be cool. They're just to share stories, you know? That just might be a Christmas present. That's a good idea. Yeah. Christmas present is SimCity or the PC? Uh, The PC. Oh, fancy pants. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) So you got some more thinking to do. You can build it yourself. Yep. You can actually go on Dell and order one, which isn't a bad idea. Nope. But I would compare prices between the two. I don't sure. do if I'm, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this right. Okay, you're going to build we're one. We're going to build it. Nice. I have to build it. Yeah, it'll be fun. It's, it's like Legos anymore. Everything's color-coded. Plug it in. Plug. That's what she said. You just plug, plug it jug. in. Yep. Plug and jug. That's what she said, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, it's going to be fun. <sighs> now I can't wait for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pumped. I'm going to get that. Yeah, of course, it won't be Christmas. Who knows when SimCity's coming out? I have no idea. It's probably going to be one of those things like, They've been talking about it, and then poof, it's out. You know, it's just going to be there. Shouldn't be as long as a layover as what Duke Nukem Forever was. Exactly. Yeah, no. Nothing like Kept that. Kept getting delayed and delayed and delayed, and 12 years later, oh, someone else bought it and released it exactly how it was. You bought that game, and that's on your backlog, I bet, too. I'm not touching that game again. <laughs> Trade it in. Get yourself a dollar. I probably won't get that much. You, it's like what? What did I pay for that game? Brand new, ten bucks. I bought it for ten bucks, brand new. And yeah. I think you can get it now for what? Probably five. S- Let's look it up right now. All right, I'm Let's look, look it up. Duke Nukem. I think if I had to guess, if I had to place a bet, I would say five dollars, brand new. Five dollars, Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem. Here's the Atomic Edition. Wait, nope, that's fine. That's Duke Nukem 3D. Oh, that type in three. We need to do them forever. Duke five dollars. I'll say okay, four ninety nine. So probably four ninety nine plus tax. That is my guess. Let's see what it says. All right, checking it out. You can buy mm. it new for nine ninety nine, pre owned for seven dollars. There you go. What about Amazon? Okay, Amazon's not fair, but we'll check Amazon. Go to Amazon. At least I know my investment has stayed the same from GameStop. You've not lost money. 973. So I was off. Not that much, though. Nope, not too bad. Not too bad. Now, for 10 bucks, I mean, it's, it's kind of fun to tinker around with. Yeah, but I mean, there's so many other, like, we're looking on Amazon right now. You could get Splatterhouse, which would be fun. Bioshock 2, which is great. Uh, you could get Wolfenstein, which I think you own. I do own that. Yeah. Wasn't a bad game. No. It's kind of got crazy there for a while. Go Dead Rising, it. first one for 995. Deus Ex for $20. Yeah. Gears of War 2 for 20 That sounds, that seems kind of high. Gears of War 2 is 20 then Gears of War 3 is 17 Yeah, that's a little weird. Uh, I would go for Enslaved, Odyssey to the West. That's a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. 
And now, <laughs> what an amazing podcast where these two guys go on Amazon.com Look, and talk Castlevania about... Lords of Shadow, 1320. Yeah, that's a good deal. That is a, that's a steal for that game. Yeah. That so, game's still fun to play. Oh, yeah. It's a long game. You get a good 20 hours out of that easy. You get Patrick Stewart. Yeah. It's worth buying a loan for 20 hours of Patrick Stewart. It is. You know how much 20 hours of Patrick Stewart costs in real life? How much? I, I don't know. I just thought you would know. Uh, probably in the... Uh, let's see. That'd be the British pound, wouldn't it? No. Any from England? <laughs> Is British? Hell, I don't know. 50 British pounds? Sure. Okay. For 15 British pounds, you can have your own Patrick Stewart follow <laughs> you around. With Ian McKellen? No. <laughs> uh, sadly, he won't do it. Patrick Stewart's down for it. You have to rub his head, though. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make him feel good inside. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's stop this all together. <laughs> Who wants to make Patrick Stewart feel good inside for a small fee of 15 pounds? Yeah. Bad. Man, we're. <laughs> I think. I think the issue is like we just decided to record this. We had no idea what to talk about. We wrote down a couple oh. topics. No mail. No nothing. We're just spur of the moment. So send in your emails to what do you think would be the better way of ending Mass Effect Three. Let us know at Gooch and the Douchebag at Gmail dot com and be sure to be listening to all the great content that you're hearing at classic elite at classic com with the gooch here uh vogue nasty scott and tony whenever tony makes an appearance tony makes an appearance in video that man is all over the videos podcast not as much he's not doing the quarterly appearance of what i'm doing no yeah <laughs> but you're not even on the classic <laughs> like i'm like for podcast. stock quotes or something <laughs> you come over we bang one out but we're, we're never it's like db what's our stock points we have risen to four points per share. Okay. Which translates into... 15 British pounds. Four tenths of a cent, or 15 British pounds. <laughs> actually, if you really think about it, because the British pound is so much more valuable than the American dollar, yeah. oh gosh, that'd be like that'd be like a tenth of a British pound, wouldn't it? Well, I save all that money on dental health care. So, I mean, that's, that's really what it's all about. <laughs> like, if you live in a country that doesn't have dentists, like, you know, how many do dentists make? A lot of money. So, if you just get rid of them all, nobody has to pay dental insurance. No one does any of that. You're just rolling in money. And for all of our listeners in the United Kingdom, that was the Gooch that said that, not me. <laughs> I'm not saying they have bad teeth. I'm just saying their country has horrible oral hygiene. No, I, I kid, I kid. Again, the Gooch said that, not me. No, I, I don't think anyone across the seas has terrible oral hygiene, mostly. Um, <laughs> no, it's fine. No, I mean, hell, I haven't been to the dentist in like six years because, I don't know. I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, the last Knocking time they cut your teeth off, didn't they? They cut my wisdom teeth out. Yep. I didn't go in there and they were like, you got rotten mouth, dude. And they just pulled them all out. <laughs> I wasn't like that kind of. <laughs> you cover the frog everywhere you go. <laughs> it's just my default go-to, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm about the frog's your banker, he's your baker, he's your dentist, your doctor, he's your uh, podiatrist, he's your proctologist. I mean, good lord, this guy gets around. If you had to have a proctologist, wouldn't you pick Kermit the Frog? You see how how little his fingers are? Is it been green? That sounds nothing like Kermit the Frog. Yeah, I'm not trying to sound like Kermit the Frog either. I'm just trying to sound like someone other than myself. You know, no, he's like Dr. Nick Rubiera. Hi, everybody. Hi, Dr. Nick <laughs> from the Simpsons. Oh, he's like that. Hi, everybody. Yeah. Like that? Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> I just said, I'm not, I'm not trying to do that. 
But apparently I sound like a green, <laughs> three-foot-tall proctologist with warts. That likes bacon. Kermit the Frog. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 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 I see what you did there. Yeah. No, no, like eating bacon or nothing what like that. What were you originally going to say? I have no idea. <laughs> Come with the frog that eat bacon. That's, that's what I was thinking. I was like, frogs don't eat bacon, <laughs> and uh, you proved me wrong. <laughs> there is a frog out there that eats a lot of bacon. <laughs> wow. Hickory that's... smoked. No. <laughs> no, she goes all natural. Miss you think so? Yeah. You kidding? She does all the primping and grooming upstairs. Downstairs, it's just a jungle. That chick doesn't do... Yeah, no no, no follow-up, no cleanup. Because you know why? Because Kermit the Frog doesn't... It's not that he doesn't care. It's like he's not going to say anything otherwise. She's going to be like, You go down there. And you do work. <laughs> so Kermit the Frog sounds like that. And Miss Piggy is Mr. T. <laughs> oh, gosh. Eat that bacon. You know, like that. Eat that bacon. <laughs> You like the frog juice, don't you? <laughs> no, it doesn't work the same, no. Oh, man. We should just cut out all the Mass Effect and computer talk and just leave it this, because this is, this is what people really want. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. They just skip ahead in five-minute chunks until they hear us making funny voices or someone farts, and they stop and start playing again. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Wow. Oh, man, I'm not even sure. Are we, are we reaching a conclusion? I think we've we've. Um, it's just like you said. Whenever we've done the Japanese, Japanese anime, when uh, we we hit a good stopping point, it just keeps going. Yeah, yeah, we did that about half an hour ago. Yeah, it was about, <laughs> about an hour ago. Yeah, <laughs> fifteen minutes in, we were fine. Yeah, we should have stopped right there. Mm. All right, so yeah, that'd be a good time to wrap it up, get rolling. Yep. Okay, well, I'm not sure how to end this. So, uh, thanks for all the emails that we didn't get, or that we, I think we got emails and we addressed them on the Classic Leech Show because it was it was kind of a weird transition time. So now, if you write in, uh, we'll read it on the next time we do this yes, podcast. Next time when I make my uh, quarterly appearance or monthly whatever appearance, we'll be more prepared, be more jam packed, and ready to go talk about some gaming stuff and yeah. miscellaneous stuff as well. Yep. Yeah. Well, DB's gonna be coming up more because he's gonna be looking at PC parts. He's gonna be building a computer. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll bust another one of these out before the end of the year. You know why? Because we have to do our end-of-the-year awards. Even though you didn't play any games, <laughs> you got to come out here and tell people what sucked and what didn't. Oh, that'll be fun. Based solely on what you've read and processed and how many games you can play in a week's time period when you're on some kind of, like, vacation. See, that'll be the fifth annual? Yeah, five the years. fifth annual video game award show? Fifth wow. annual Gooch and the Douchebag. Video Game of the Year Award nomination. And we just make up awards and go at it. That sounds good. Yeah. We'll be on video then. You'll see the beard. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, probably gone by then. What? It goes in spurts and I get rid of it. It grows like back in the day. It's, like, it's like Tim Allen and Santa Claus. Just poof. Comes back. I'm jealous. <laughs> I can't grow. I mean, this man's got a full luscious beard and I can't even keep hair on my head. It's not fair. Poof. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We hit that... Uh, we're just rambling on again, guys. Again. Yeah. So let's go ahead and cut it up to an end. Do you have any final thoughts you want to mention out to everyone who hasn't heard from you in a while? Keep playing those games for me. That's about all I can say. You heard it. Keep playing those games. I'm the Gooch. I'm the Douchebag. 
We'll see you guys next time in episode 101. Dash B. In six months, probably. <laughs> in six months. <laughs> see you all later. Have a good day. <laughs>